As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Chris Lewis, Executive Assistant to Mike Sipple Jr. in the podcast studio with Mike Sipple Jr. Hi, Mike. Hey, Chris. Great to have you today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Happy holidays. I think our listeners will be listening to this the day after Christmas. Am I right? That's right. That's right. It's so festive here in the studio. We actually even have a mini little Christmas tree with Talent Magnet Institute and Centennial ornaments all around. So this is quite the holiday season. Those are thanks to Katie, our incredible director of first impressions here at Centennial. She's so creative. These ornaments are adorable. So if you are listening to this, first of all, today's also the first day of Kwanzaa, December 26th. That's correct. And we're also in the middle of Hanukkah. So this is truly a season of celebration. So all the best to all of our listeners, no matter where they are. And speaking of our listeners and where are they Tell us a little bit, like this has just been an incredible year of growth for our podcast. Can you share with our listeners a little bit more about who are we reaching, how many people are we reaching, and just a lot of the excitement surrounding the success? Yeah, so it's been phenomenal. And just recently, if you listen to the episode with Jessica Barron and Tara Nolan, which mm-hmm. was a recent episode, Jessica introed Tara that we were around 10,000 listens at that point. So 10,000 episode downloads. That episode was recorded about five and a half months ago. Wow. We are now at 27,000 downloads. Mm -hmm. So we've had a significant boost in downloads and audience and audience engagement. And here we are quickly approaching episode 100. And uh, what a great way to round out our year. We're also bookend with this episode from Wendy Daly and John Thurman, who lead the HR Social Hour podcast, an HR Social Hour. I would almost call it a movement. There's so Mm -hmm. much engagement that they've built. So again, it's been an incredible year, lots of learnings. I can't wait to dive into those today. And just thank you, thank you, thank you to all of those who have engaged with us in this. There is no greater appreciation that we can express than to say simply thank you. We thank you all for listening and sharing. It's been so impactful, even the last few weeks, how many shares we've had, how many people have liked our post, how many people have retweeted episodes, have tagged friends, including people who have obviously called in. I mean, we get people who call in and send us notes all the time about these interviews. It's been really fun. As the executive assistant to Mike Sipple Jr., I frequently get to speak to those people first. So if you are one of the listeners who called in and we got to share a conversation too on how the Talent Magnet Institute touched you, thank you for spending some time with me on the phone too. So I know that we've done a 360 on why is this taking off, and I have my theory. And my theory is that it's because of the transformational work of the Talent Magnet Institute. Now, we call this the Talent Magnet Institute podcast, and what you as a listener may not realize is that this podcast is only one tiny part of the Talent Magnet 
Institute. And the Talent Magnet Institute has just gained incredible traction in 2019. And Mike, do you agree with me that that could be the reason why? And if you don't agree with me, that's okay too. (laughs) But I think our listeners would greatly benefit from a look at the Talent Magnet Institute and all the work it's doing. Yeah, it's been incredible, Chris. So we have helped countless organizations in 2019. Mm-hmm. Our team with the Talent Magnet Institute now has 28 faculty members, some that are in an advisory capacity for specifically TMI, mm-hmm. and many who are coaching equipping, consulting with, providing guidance to the customers that are coming into TMI. We've really designed a consortium of what we believe to be the best consultants and the best human capital resources in the marketplace. And all that have a heart and a belief system of helping leaders succeed in relationships, work, community, and life. People who know that the impact of aligning business strategy to people strategy and resources ultimately reaches beyond that and how we actually help leaders lead themselves and others. We've really worked on how do we create winning organizations? Mm -hmm. What does this team bring to organizations? What do organizations and leaders need to further equip themselves in winning and not just work, but relationships, work, community, and life. We have a strong belief at at the Institute that I hope you have picked up on with our episodes as you've listened, that you have the ability to create a culture in your organization that helps people bring out their best, right? So we have the ability as leaders to bring out the best in all people. And if you believe that, you should be leading as such and allowing people not just to achieve great results inside your organization, but how do they bring that into their personal lives? How do they bring that into their communities that they're in? And how do they bring that into their day-to-day relationships? If we can do that, if we can create a call it a movement, call Mm -hmm. it a transformation, call it a reimagining of the way we should be equipping leaders. That's what we're feeling called to do. Also, when we look at winning teams, we've also looked at it's really about culture, leadership, and strategy. At the end of the day, culture, leadership, and strategy, those three topics are the primary areas that we're really leaning into and helping people win and helping them figure out how to reimagine what that can look like in their workplace and the world that they're supporting. I am certain you have a few anecdotes that you could share with us of some great wins on how the Talent Magnet Institute has helped these organizations become even better. Any that you'd like to share with our listeners? Chris, thanks for asking. Just a couple. In 2019, we helped an organization that designed a great business strategy, right? Mm -hmm. They brought in the expert strategists. They feel like, boy, this is the strategy we need to win as an organization. The conversation that was had with our faculty was, in theory, we understand this. In theory, we understand that these are the things in the building blocks we need to put into place to win as an organization. The question we have and we can't quite figure out is we actually have to align our people to this, mm-hmm. right? So now that kind of ties in exactly what we do of saying, great, you have the theory. 
Now let's build out the infrastructure and the team and the alignment of your people to bring the organization together. Mm -hmm. And we're in month, let's say nine, Mm -hmm. of what we believe will probably be a 18 to 24 month process. Mm -hmm. And hopefully by then we've equipped the leaders to think and to operate and to build trust and to win as a team and as an organization and help them understand that change, the thought and the theory of change takes work Mm -hmm. to actually make that happen. So that would be one. Another one is helping an organization that had never really evolved into how do we, we've heard this a lot uh, to our listeners. And if you're in this scenario, you're not the only one. There's a lot of organizations that do not have plans, process, and knowledge and understanding to really continually develop their people, Mm -hmm. right? So if we want to build a healthy succession and a healthy pipeline for our future, how do we do that? And actually making the investment to accomplish that is critical. And we've been helping an organization for the last 10 months evolve into a organization that's basically looking at succession not as an event, but as a part of their daily behaviors and how they're investing in developing and equipping their people in a more direct and formidable way. I'm curious, as someone who doesn't get to go into these organizations, because, you know, I'm back at the ranch, so to speak, keeping business humming along, making sure the copier has paper and things like that. Why do our clients trust the Talent Magnet Institute so much? And I know you bring back these stories of how we have these great, incredible experiences where people quickly become optimized in a new way. Why do you think the Talent Magnet Institute is able to achieve such tangible results, sometimes quickly, sometimes a little longer, but what is the secret? Yeah, I think part of that is the intentionality, being very intentional about the approach we take. We understand that life and leadership is personal. Mm-hmm. And the approach that our teams bring are all based on that knowledge base that knowing we've got to make this personal. Mm -hmm. Until you connect with the heart, the head won't move, right? Mm -hmm. And we spend a lot of time connecting with the heart in ways, to be frank, we believe talent magnet organizations should. So we're showing the skills and the resources needed for the world to operate in a way that we think and act like talent magnets. And a big part of that is connecting to the heart. So when we go out, the discussions and the experiences are personal. And we also aren't sugarcoating. We're not hoping that we kind of deliver a message and move on, right? We're digging into the trenches with those that we're serving and the organizations we're serving, really to help understand what is the voice, how can this organization make things more meaningful for the people that are in the organization, and listening to the organization and the talent base to understand where do they feel the disconnects are. So I would say a big part of this is getting personal and Mm -hmm. understanding that true leadership is about helping people unpack their own fears and their own potentials. And when you do that, they naturally want to serve the organization who's helped them accomplish that. So I would say that's one of the whole dynamic around leading well 
and being bold, right? We've covered topics in this podcast similar to what we do with the organizations that we serve that are the difficult conversations, things that organizations aren't necessarily thinking about, things that they maybe some leaders are thinking about, but we're not addressing as a group. And so those are some of the areas that we're really leaning in and helping organizations be more equitable, be more inclusive, be more intentional, be more long-term focused. Mm -hmm. And with the thought of that maybe the end game isn't retention, maybe the end game is helping the people who are with me today be the best they can possibly be, including if that means they outstretch and outgrow the organization that they're in. Yeah. You touch on the personal and almost intimate connection we have not only with our clients, but circling back to our podcast, we have an intimate connection, I feel, with our listeners too. I don't know if any of you listeners have experienced driving in your car. Maybe you're coming home from work and, oh my gosh, like for me, I was just listening to Kevin Monroe's discussion with you yesterday and it just hit me. You know, there's just one little nugget or tidbit that resonates with you. And for me yesterday, it was the whole discussion surrounding gratitude. But there have been so many incredible topics that you've, like you say, boldly addressed, frankly, on our podcast. So we're 89 episodes in, is that right? Yes. Okay. So how has our podcast changed you? Because I know every time I listen to it, I become changed sometimes in a small way, sometimes in a bigger way. How has it changed you? Because your discussion with these guests actually goes beyond the podcast. You generally speak to them a couple times before, and most of these people you know well. What has changed about you from this podcast? Hmm. That's a great question. One of the aspects, you know, when we first started out, we never intended I would be the only host. And in 2019, I was not. Mm -hmm. 2018, I was. I think the amount of learning, I mean, it's almost surreal to be sitting in that conversation with amazing leaders, amazing talent, people who bring perspectives that are very different than our own. And honestly, I feel like many times I'm interviewing someone, I'm sitting there listening and learning and soaking up as if you're reading a book or mm -hmm. you're listening to a conference or you're sitting in front of a keynote speaker. The other thing is this, I mentioned it before about leadership is personal. I mean, the amount of openness that people have had about challenges and tribulations and struggles and things that brought them where they are today. I think it's powerful for people to hear that it's okay to admit that you have your own challenges and struggles and difficulties and fears that might be holding you back, right? And we have to accept who we are and the experiences that have happened to us, and we can determine where we go mm -hmm. in our future, that that's up to us. Mm -hmm. I think the other dynamic is the confidence building. Podcasting is not easy. For anyone who does it, you're shaking your head going, you got that right. For those who are on the other side listening, you probably wonder, wow, this seems like a lot of work to do. 89 weeks in a row. Yeah. And it is a tremendous amount of work. And again, I think for me, what that means is most people listening think, and I've even had this out in the marketplace, like, Mike, how do you do this? And you can't do this without a team, right? Mm -hmm. So it has made me oh so thankful to our internal team members, 
our external partners. We have some amazing external partners that we give credit to in the outro every week. If you haven't listened to that, please listen to that. This takes a team. This takes an effort, just like everything in life, right? It takes a team and effort. If you feel like you're doing things on your own by yourself, you may be failing or you may not be able to go as far as you think you can go or you wish you could go without having a team. So I think that's one dynamic. The other dynamic, when you put yourself out there, it's really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think it has made me even more confident as a public speaker. It has made me more confident as a um, interviewee. I have the opportunity now to be on podcasts. I have the opportunity to do guest quotes and to be in the newspaper more and to Mm – and what I realize is that's not about me. The work that we're doing is not about the host. It's about the overall movement that we're trying to create. And I hope our listeners feel that, that that's the intent, that the the goal for us is not to speak the whole time in mm-hmm. these episodes. The goal is to ask great questions that are going to be interesting and imperative and valuable to our listeners and then listen, mm-hmm. right? I would say those are the, you know, I've learned from so many of the amazing episodes that Jessica Barron on our team has done. She's great at um, hosting. You know, and Becky Sheeler hosted her yes. first episode this year and the coming year, Expect More. Mm-hmm. Chris and Janelle hosted a great episode. And I'm learning as much from all of those as well as the ones where I'm the host, but then I actually re-listen to the episodes and I learned so much from our guest. Yeah. So I'm so thankful to the 89 people who have been on and the next 89 people who will be on. Well, and what some of our listeners may not realize is that several of the guests have been faculty members. So Mike Glenn was interviewed by Becky Sheeler, and he's one of our valued faculty members, just an absolute front runner in the whole leadership realm. And then also to Robin Throckmorton, and who else? There have been many. Yeah, so we've had many of our faculty, Elise Girard, Janet Reed, Mehmet Yuksik, Meredith Meyer, who's one of our advisors, Doug Bolton, talking about the power of volunteering, Elaine Cease, talking about executive coaching, Priya Klosik, talking about leaning into organizational performance, Julie Bauke, and Todd Markle, and the list goes on and on and on. You're going to hear more and more from our faculty, Mm -hmm. right? So as our faculty has grown, expanded, and matured over the last two years since we launched the Talent Magnet Institute, our faculty is going to be on here more, both being interviewed as well as being the interviewer and hosting leaders that they're close to and topics that they believe are important. And that's going to be really speeding up here as we move into the new year. You mentioned just a moment ago that the Talent Magnet Institute was officially launched two years ago, but I wanted to refresh our listeners' memory, and it was an idea that percolated for about two decades. Is that right? That's correct. In fact, I was just with my uh, father this morning in a very important meeting the morning we're recording this episode, and I think he mentioned like 22 years ago when he started formulating, I joined the organization We continued to formulate with a business strategist. And then about, it's probably been four or five years ago now, we've really launched the brand of becoming a talent magnet Mm -hmm. and what that solution has evolved into, also becoming the name of this institute. So yes, in two years in the, or really two and a half years in the formation, 
and then now launch in terms of commercialized, but the organization and concept and theory and design and content and resources has been being built. In fact, many of the faculty members have been on a list that my dad and I have been curating for a long time, several years of the day when we launch this. Here are many of the team members we want as a part of this institute to really go out and consult and work with organizations and provide the highest level, highest quality content that one can find and individuals who know that leadership is bigger than themselves and those that they're working with. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's interesting to note, our colleague Janelle Spence said to me just this morning, this is going to be our 45th year for Centennial in 2020. So not only is the Talent Magnet Institute been percolated for 20 years, there's four and a half decades worth of experiences and knowledge and just all sorts of things that go into the Talent Magnet Institute, making it even greater. Mm -hmm. And so Centennial is skilled at placing executives, and then the Talent Magnet Institute allows us to stay alongside those executives and help them optimize their organization. So it's, I think, an incredible concept. Yeah, this whole model came out of what they say is the most important thing you can ever do with your customers, and that's listen, Mm -hmm. right? Organizations need further support beyond just hiring the right leaders. It's what do we do now that we have this organization? What do we do that we have this team? And we're looking at ways, all of the various ways. I mean, for those HR leaders or executives looking at your budget, think about how much of your budget is recruiting Mm -hmm. and think about how much of your budget is overall human capital, people, and culture, right? And all of the needs that you have and all of the challenges you might be facing as an organization That's where we're coming alongside to further your organization. And hopefully, certainly the goal is to accelerate the organization. How do we help you move faster towards the goals and visions that you have, all specifically related to people and, as we like to say, corporate culture, leadership, and strategy, aligning those things to your people And so, yes, we look forward to the next year of service in that area and as well as all of the great content that we're curating that can reach those leaders and organizations. So I think one of the benefits of me being in the studio talking with you is the chance for our listeners to get to know you even better. Oh, here we go. Well, (laughs) because I have like the great honor of walking alongside you every day and having discussions with you every day. And let me just share with you all that Mike walks the walk. And Centennial and the Talent Magnet Institute is just, I feel very privileged to work here. And I find you very inspirational. You frequently say these little things that I jot down in my full focus planner. And then it's fun to read back on those planners actually over the year. But Where do you get your motivation? First, okay, this is a three-pronged question. Where do you get your motivation as a leader? Where do you get your inspiration as a podcaster? And what inspires you as a colleague? Hmm. That's a hard one. And I hope I remember all three of those. (laughs) So motivation as a leader, I mean, first and foremost, those that know me know that I am a man of faith Mm -hmm. and have to hope and trust in my Lord and Savior that I'm living out each and every day as I'm being called, Mm -hmm. right? And that doesn't mean being comfortable. 
is what I had to wrestle with several years ago. This means I need to do the things that are in my heart, the desires that have been placed in my heart to lead boldly and to do that without fear of man, which I've talked about in some of the episodes, um, to do what I'm called to do. As a podcaster, where's my motivation there? One, there are some awesome podcasters, right? And there are people who are doing amazing work in the podcast space. Actually, and just in case I was asked, I made a list of the many podcasts that inspire me and podcasters, but listening to others, right? So, you know, this year, for example, I had the opportunity to meet the podcast host of Secure the Seat, Menda Hearts, and actually had her here when she was passing through Cincinnati, right? And here is a leader who is doing something that is amazing and bold and is something that people have shied away from, right? Who's leading boldly. I think she's done on her book tour, like 38 tours all across the country has spoke. So that seeing her lead boldly, Minda, thank you. John Thurman and Wendy Daly, who bookmarked this episode, have created an amazing movement in the HR social hour in Mm. bringing people together all over the world. So the motivation is they have listeners from all over the world who then come on to their episodes and talk about a general HR talent-related topic, but it's really about getting to know you. It's a social hour, Mm -hmm. right? Getting to know people. So they've kind of taken a different track where it's not just, quote unquote, all business. It's like, let's really get to know people and understand people. Kevin Monroe, who's got the Higher Purpose podcast and the work that Kevin and Gary Turner and Olga are all doing in the Humans First so powerful. Recently, Jennifer McClure is back on the scene with episodes with the Impact Makers podcast and Lori Ruderman. Lori had the opportunity with her Let's Fix Work to have her on ours and to be on hers. And Lori's been a leader who I've been following as a writer for probably over a decade. Mm. Lori, not the call out age, but probably over a decade. And these are individuals who I've been following for that long plus, right? Right. And some people like Menda, who I've really just gotten to know, as well as Sarah Morgan, who has the Leading in Color podcast. Like these are all of their callings and their interviews and their episodes and their conversations are inspiring me to be a better version of myself and to really up the game for podcasters. You hear about the, I think we crossed over the 800,000 podcasts that have ever been launched. Not many of them are active. Mm -hmm. Certainly not many of them have hit their 89th episode approaching 100 and we're well above average in per episode downloads which has been really encouraging, and we have not scaled back. It continues to grow partially, more than partially. The majority of that is because of people leaving reviews, sharing with friends, tagging friends on various social media channels, sharing our posts, creating their own posts. When we say rating and leaving a review, the more ratings and reviews you have as a podcaster or the more ratings and reviews your podcast has on iTunes or various podcast applications, the more people are exposed to that, right? So think of big data. The more activity something has, the more prominent something becomes. To be frank, it's the greatest holiday gift you could provide the Talent Magnet Institute is getting on iTunes or Apple Podcasts are getting on your podcast application and there's a one 
to five ranking. Fortunately, right now, our ratings are very high. I think we have one four-star, all of the rest five stars, and comments that people make on that. Those level up the prominence of an episode. We also created a podcast community, which we're hoping to further engage on Facebook in Mm -hmm. 2020. So those are things that could really help us and that inspire me. I love going on and reading some of the comments right before an episode to remember and uh, be encouraged about why we're doing this. So you know which podcast I have especially begun following because of this podcast is Failing Forward with Mm. Sarah, Sarah Brown. And your appearance on her podcast, as well as some others, I found very moving. And the thing that strikes me about so many of these leadership stories is the bravery. People are so brave. And I don't know, I find that bravery inspirational. And it's a little bit different than being bold, but selflessly sharing your story, whatever it is, for the benefit of others is what touches my heart so much. And you've done that with our podcast, and she's done that with her podcast. And it's been really amazing being a part of all that. One more thing, your inspiration as a colleague. So Mike is really fun to work with. Let me just give you an example. He made this wooden angel with his face on it. And <laughs> <laughs> I did not make it. It was Katie Hadnett, our director of first impressions, <laughs> who made that. So inspiration of a colleague, our team, we have a great culture. We you do. Know? They say that culture, the definition of culture, as the Talent Magnet Institute defines it, and a few of our key faculty members that work on this, is made up of the thousands and thousands of interactions that individuals have each and every day. That is your culture. Whatever you believe is not your culture. It's what's actually happening. And our interactions are really solid and are strong. And motivation as a colleague, you all make me better. You all challenge me. You all stop me from doing things and start me doing things. And I have to say that even all the boards that I'm on, all the organizations and committees that I serve with, and even my customers, I mean, the clients that I have the opportunity to serve, we're all doing that, right? And I don't know if it's a level of authenticity that we've opened ourselves up to, but life is really, really good Mm -hmm. when you're surrounded by the types of individuals that I have the honor to be surrounded by. Well, you're a fun person to work with. As is Katie. Nobody makes me laugh harder at work than you and Katie, especially (laughs) if you're in the room together. So, And that is something that I don't think necessarily comes across in this podcast is how much fun you are as a person. So thanks for being about play as much as you are about work. That's been a lot of fun. So It's my pleasure. So as a podcast host and looking towards the new decade, where are you planning to take this podcast? Well, What we plan to do is continue to bring value through our conversations, Mm -hmm. right? So our plan is to continue to dive boldly into topics that we know are important for organizations to discuss, even if they don't have a place to discuss it. And this is the platform that allows them to do that. We're going to continue to bring additional diversity and conversations with both our faculty, Mm -hmm. as well as really understanding the impact of looking at dialogues from different angles. So we may even revisit some episodes that we've had and go deeper into certain conversations and to create compilations of episodes. What we're going to do is deliver valuable content. This work can only go so far as where our listeners help us take it. Mm 
mm-hmm. right? So we're hoping our listeners will help us elevate this work. Will the introductions of potential speakers that you believe would align to some of the heartfelt content we're driving and leadership content, we hope that individuals will use this as a diving board into the work of the Talent Magnet Institute. We hope that individuals will share and review and like and comment and engage with us. The more that happens, the more people this will reach. Mm -hmm. Again, part of our goal, honestly, I didn't know if this effort would hit 5,000 people. And we're up to 27,000 downloads and listens doesn't necessarily mean unique people. But if you start doing the math, that's still a lot of listens per episode. Mm -hmm. And for that, we're very thankful because in a sales organization, which I've led for 18 years, you're always looking to take that to a next level, right? So we can only do that. It's not even a matter of where we want to take it. It's where our listeners feel like it should be. And how do you all as listeners and community builders help us elevate, reach more people? The other thing is guest podcasting, right? So I would love the opportunity to be on more podcasts, to be interviewed. I've had the pleasure of doing about 10 this year, and I'm hoping that that gets leveled up. I've been on the HR Social Hour. I've been on the Higher Purpose podcast. I've had the pleasure of being interviewed on Failing Forward and getting very open with the listeners. I've been on the Let's Fix Work podcast, and I'm hoping that those opportunities continue to come in, and I look forward to those conversations. So here we are on the cusp of 2020. What trends do you see in hiring, in talent, in just business in general that our listeners could potentially be looking for? Yeah. So one of the things that we're paying great attention to and making an incredible intentional effort on is focusing on diverse and inclusive talent pools, Mm -hmm. right? And equitable talent pools. So ensuring that we're doing the things necessary to drive. They say that individuals who hire tend to hire those that look like themselves. Mm -hmm. It's a natural bias that we all have. And what are we doing to be more intentional? We run an executive search firm, Mm -hmm. right? Alongside of our talent strategy consulting firm in the Institute. And what are we doing to create, to help more opportunities of leaders of color Mm -hmm. get into leadership positions? So that's one trend I would call us all to take movement on Mm -hmm. and to be very intentional about. The other thing is that at the end of the day, we t- when we talk about performance feedback and data of how do you help people, you've got to get personal, mm-hmm. right? So we have to understand our unique drives and motivations that make us who we are, and we've got to learn how to connect that to organizational goals and objectives. If I help you, Chris, be the best you can be personally, you're going to bring out your best at work, which is what I get the pleasure of experiencing with all of my colleagues and team members. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be another trend that we want to continue to drive forward. If talent is your number one, you know, in many cases, if you survey leaders, what's your top challenge? Three of the top five could be tied back to talent. No matter what survey you look at, if that's the case, you need to put budget, strategy, time, and effort to your human capital needs. And we're here as a resource. Um, No matter where your organization is in the world, we're here. I have a conversation this week with another search firm and consulting firm out of Ireland 
right? I have a opportunity this week to talk to an organization that's doing a lot of international work and is based overseas, like this Irish-based consulting firm. And those organizations are reaching out to us because of the prominence and brand recognition that both Centennial and the Talent Magnet Institute has. So being intentional about relationships, and I feel honored that these organizations, one, have been referred to us, and two, in their research, have said, here's an organization who's doing things that could change the world and are the kind of partners I want to partner with. I think being intentional, understanding leadership is personal, and doing whatever we can to create more diverse, inclusive, and equitable workplaces Mm -hmm. is going to be many of these driving trends for leaders. So that could be a good resolution for a leader to make for 2020 is to consider a more diverse talent pool when looking at building their organizations. What resolutions do you have? In all fairness, we are talking right now, today's date is what? What's today? So today is the 16th of December okay, when we're so recording we still, this episode. We still have two weeks still to set our New Year's resolution. Yeah, so there's a lot going on, Chris, over the next two weeks in our world, right? <laughs> um, as I sit here kicking off my work week on about 6.30 a.m. So one of the things I want to continue to be focused on is helping our team members achieve their personal and professional goals. So I, again, have an environment here that you don't have to share your personal goals. But if you do, I can be more aware and I can help you and be more intentional in how what you're doing for our organization can help you achieve those. So I want to continue that as a resolution. For me personally, and I've shared with my constant battle with the health front, I tend to struggle in the discipline area of exercise, especially when you love to eat like I do. And so so working on that will be certainly one. The other thing is continuing to dream big, dreaming big and really thinking about what the potential can be as founder of the Talent Magnet Institute, as president of Centennial. Centennial has some really big goals and objectives for 2020. And we've been building that team. And that team is just amazingly focused on delivering for our customers. The amount of leaders Centennial puts into place for organizations is astounding. It is. And the impact that Centennial has with the teams and leaders and boards and business owners and family business owners that turn to Centennial to look for our assistance in pivotal, most critical times of their organization's lifespan is an honor. And we're going to continue to deliver with excellence there and create raving fan-worthy experience. So that's all there. You know, this year, I'd also say in 19, I've been pretty present with my kids, Mm -hmm. more present than I, that was one of my goals. How do I be more present? As we wrap up this episode recording, I'll be here for about another hour and then heading off to a basketball game with my oldest. So continuing to be there. I have done all of the work that we've done with this amazing team and I feel like my kids know me and they understand me. And, you know, this morning I got a text from my oldest son that said, Dad, I love you. I know you've got some really critical meetings going on today, and I hope you have a great day, Dad. 
Oh, you that's know? awesome. And to have that relationship, my oldest is 12 now. I hope I could just continue to curate that with all three of my kids mm-hmm. um, and my spouse mm-hmm. as well. So again, I want to thank all of those who listened. You are important. You matter. I care about your success, and I desire the most for you. For those who have supported us in this effort, I thank you. It is amazing the journey that we've been on together, and I look forward to this opportunity to continue to elevate that journey and to bring our world further along by the work that we're doing. So I thank you all. Well, thank you for sharing all that with us today, and I wish you a Merry Christmas, Mike, and I wish... Merry Christmas, Chris. The happiest of holidays to all of our listeners. And thank you, listeners, for loving our podcast and for sharing it with those who you know it would benefit as well. And we wish you all the best for 2020 and the decade ahead. And enjoy this special time with your family and friends. So thanks again, Mike. All right, Chris. We will talk to everyone very soon. And we hope you enjoy this next week's episode with John Thurman from the HR Social Hour. And if you could take just a couple minutes, please leave a rating and review. Please share this with some friends. We would love to gain some listeners as we roll into the new year. And I'm so thankful and grateful for each and every one of you right where you are today. I thank you. I appreciate you. And I thank you for being the leader who you are and you desire to be. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is powered by Centennial, a talent strategy and executive search firm, and the Talent Magnet Institute. You can engage with us at Talent Magnet I on Twitter or Talent Magnet Institute on LinkedIn and Facebook. Please communicate by using hashtag Talent Magnet. Find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity.